Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, alternative medicine practitioner, retired chiropractor, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, welcome back to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. I'm very excited to introduce today's guest, Dr. Amy Horneman, who is the thyroid fixer. She is a woman on a mission to optimize thyroid patients around the world and give them their lives back using her transformational transformational program, The Complete Thyroid Fix Method. After her own experience of insufferable symptoms, misdiagnoses, and improper treatment, Amy set out to help others who she knew were going through the same set of frustrations and who were on the same medical roller coaster. She grabs your hand, gives you answers about your health that no one has told you, and gives you the actual tools and treatment to fix you. That's the transformational journey with a focus on optimizing thyroid function and thus optimizing her patients. Amy looks at each person as a unique individual and not just a lab value. She examines all factors that tie into thyroid dysfunction and thyroid symptoms and treats the person from the top to bottom to give them their lives back. So Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having yeah. me. So re- I'm excited to to dive in and talk all things thyroid because I, I know it's a huge roller coaster for so many and also something that really impacts women in particular, which is, you know, who we're talking about. You might have more up-to-date stats than I do, but the most recent ones I've seen is one in eight women develop a thyroid problem. And after menopause, it's actually one in three. So, um, super mm-hmm. significant conversation, but I guess I'd love to know, you know, diving in, I usually ask people to share their story. So, you know, what, what brought you to doing the work you do? What was your own thyroid experience? Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is going back, you know, 20 some years ago, I was just like a lot of your audience that, that type a driver have to do everything, drive myself into the ground. And so I thought it was a great idea to, uh, compete in figure competitions. And I was doing multiple and I was fitness modeling at the time. So what would occur with those is extreme dieting and going to the gym at least once, sometimes twice a day. And so my diet was strict. My workout was strict. And I am not by any means the teeny tiny person that can lose weight in a heartbeat. I have diabetes in my family. I mean, it's just obesity in my family. I'm short. So all of that combined, I had to work my butt off to step on stage or get in front of the camera. And that yo-yo dieting over and over and over again took a toll. And the stress of it, as we talk about, as you talk about on your show, the stress of it just pounded my body, pounded my thyroid, pounded my hormones. So here I am getting ready for a show, doing everything that I knew worked in the past And instead of losing weight, I was actually gaining. So I had put on 20 plus pounds. After 20 pounds, I didn't even step on the scale anymore. I didn't want to know. 
I was going to doctor after doctor. So I went to six different doctors. All of them misdiagnosed me. So they would look at my labs, which I'm sure looking back were just TSH and maybe free T4 and saying, you're fine. You're normal, air quotes. You're, you know, just eat less and exercise more. I'm like, holy crap, I'm already eating less and exercising more. I don't think I could do anymore. So finally, the, the sixth or seventh doctor diagnosed me with hypothyroidism. And, you know, I mean, I got the diagnosis, so I was pumped, right? I had an answer. So finally, they're going to give me a pill, and I'm going to lose weight. This is great. So I get T4, Synthroid, Levo, T4. And I give it about five months. Nothing is happening. I'm not losing weight. I'm not feeling better. My energy's not back. My hair's not growing back. All that happened as well. And so I go back to her. I do some research on my own, you know, trying to be my own patient advocate. And I go back to her and I'm like, you know, there's this thing called T3. And apparently it works really well with T4 and you need it in your body. So can we maybe try that? Maybe some like armor or something like that. She goes, now I go, well, I'm going to find somebody who does. So that led me into the functional medicine realm. That's where I found my, my mentor, functional medicine practitioner, who guided me back to health. Um, yes, I used thyroid hormone replacement therapy, but it, it was T4 and T3 together. So I used armor. And then just through a series of trial and error in years, I'm, I'm now T3 only. I do need thyroid hormone replacement therapy to keep going, but I'm, I feel like myself again, like I have my life back. And that's what led me into functional medicine. So I got my master's in clinical nutrition, my doctorate, uh, became a functional medicine practitioner, studied under him and just transformed my career path from that point on. Because I knew if I'm this frustrated and just little old me and eerie PA is getting the wrong answers from six different doctors. And actually then I was down in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania too, which is a hub of medicine, especially like cancer research and UPMC and Hillman. Nope. Nobody was giving me the right answer. So that, I mean, it really opened my eyes to the, um, the failures in the medical system and how many women are out there misdiagnosed and how many are suffering and how many are being told that they're normal or eat less and exercise more. And then they just go, Oh, well, I guess I'm just going to be this way. Like, no, so that's why I'm, like you said, on a mission to educate and empower and tell people, listen, there, there might be, if, if you think there's something wrong with you, there probably is. If you have symptoms that you're like, what is happening? And doctors are saying, oh, you're normal. You're just getting older. You just have to eat less and exercise more. No, don't accept that. You have to keep going and find somebody who specializes in it to help you. Yeah, absolutely. There, I was thinking back on a couple of things you said there and you know, I, I find so many women who, well, actually one of them was a statistic that I heard on a, a lab training or something. It was like 60% of hypothyroidism is actually undiagnosed. You know, it's a huge mm-hmm. part yep. of our population that is dealing with that and so yep. many frustrations. And there's like the lab ranges are off and I keep hearing, you know, they've been talking about changing them for 20 years, but no one ever does. And so it like, you just keep right. being undiagnosed. It's, it's crazy. So you know, for those listening to this that, and, and I'd love to dig into, you know, the fact that you used some medication, you're in the functional medicine world, but, but did use some medication and, and continue to with thyroid um, replacement therapy. Like I talked to a lot of women who are either, they are just assuming that they're going to have to be on meds for the rest of their life, 
or they really want to get off, but they're, they're nervous about that. And so, you know, how do we talk into that? And, and not to say like in functional medicine, you know, we, we don't deal in that world. However, there's a time and a place for medication, right? And so how do we powerfully embrace that versus feel like there's something wrong with us? Um, I don't know what thoughts you have to share around that, but uh, yeah, that's exactly how I say it, though, too. I, I say there is a time and place, and you have to find that time and place. So with thyroid patients, it's so individualized. It's very unique. It's it's on a person-by-person basis. And you just have to see, well, first, we have to do all the lab testing. So let's see not just TSH and, and free T4, but let's see what your free T3 and your reverse T3 and your antibodies are. If they're in the tank, like let's just say I had a patient today TSH was fine, free T4 and free T3, almost non-existent. Mm -hmm. This person needs help immediately. So we have to use, and I like to call thyroid medication, I like to call it thyroid hormone replacement therapy because you are replacing hormones that are no longer there. So if we have to use it, maybe we have to use it long-term, maybe if you had a thyroidectomy, yep, we have to use medication because you don't have a thyroid anymore you're not producing T4 and T3. So in certain cases, we have to use it, but sometimes we'll just use it for a a booster or a quick win, and then we can address the underlying causes. We can address stress in your gut and your adrenals and hormones, insulin, all of that that feeds into it, anemia, vitamin deficiencies, and then either come down, like reduce the dose, or maybe eventually get that person off. I would say it, it, it takes a determined person. It takes somebody like someone in your audience, <laughs> your listener, who is is you know determined and driven and said, you know what, whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do. That person will most likely be able to wean down or, or come off their medication. But unless you're willing to make changes, probably not. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, that's such a huge thing is, and we can dive into like, what are the actual causes of, of hypothyroidism? But as you just said, unless you're, and I, this is what I talk about on the show, you know, like really having your health means you have to be willing to do something differently because what you've been doing up to this point is why you're here. <laughs> like that's, that's right. Just, not working. That's, that's how you, you can't fix something that is still broken. <laughs> so, um, right. But, you know, getting into this, like whether someone has a hypothyroid, I, I keep saying hypothyroid because it's the most common, but, you know, a thyroid issue or not, how do you, how do you know? Because I get so many women who, you know, come into me or listen to the show who are like, well, I think I have a thyroid problem or I wonder about this. So how, what are the, what are the signs? What are the symptoms? And then what's actually causing it? I'd love to have that conversation. Yeah, so signs and symptoms, you know, the, the the big ones that I hear in my practice, women will come in and they'll say, I'm gaining weight or I can't lose weight no matter what mm-hmm. I do. Like, I'm eating a clean diet. I did Whole30. I did Paleo. I did Elimination. I did AIP. I did everything. I'm going to the gym. I'm working out. I'm doing, you know, yoga, meditate. I'm doing everything. And the weight is not coming off. Um, extreme fatigue is another one. Hair loss, joint pain, uh, migraines, swollen throat, hoarseness, coughing a lot, uh, frozen shoulder, constipation, 
um, cold, intolerance to cold, and sometimes intolerance to heat as well. So those are like, the, I, I could give you a laundry list of symptoms mm-hmm. because the thyroid is the master gland. So it's controlling everything. So even sometimes if someone's diabetic or on a statin, has high cholesterol, high blood pressure, depressed, anxious, and we're using those Band-Aid medications for them, really we have to look how is the thyroid functioning. And then the two types of thyroid issues, like you said, hypothyroid is, is the big one, low thyroid, hypo, low. So we have Hashimoto's and then we have just hypothyroidism. So Hashimoto's makes up about 90 to 95% of all cases. And that's the autoimmune form. So that's where your body is literally attacking your own thyroid. And what triggers that comes back to those sources, like we talked about, like gut health, what you're eating. Are you consuming a ton of gluten? Are you under stress? Are you not taking care of yourself properly? That if, if the answer is no to all those or yes to the gluten piece, then that's going to create those autoimmune flares and further basically disintegrate your thyroid. So your thyroid goes from, you know, all nice and fluffy and working well to this itty bitty little pea and it's all degraded and it's not producing the T4 and T3 like it needs to anymore. Um, So that's the Hashimoto's piece, the autoimmune side. And then hypothyroidism can be caused by excessive dieting, caloric restriction, radiation, chemo, certain medications. So that we only see in about like five to 10% of the cases. That's super interesting. I didn't realize it was so highly skewed towards Hashimoto to the autoimmune form. Which, you know, for those listening, our bodies go haywire, but it's also how we treat it is through lifestyle change, right? <laughs> and mm-hmm. yep, epigenetics, yep. <laughs> you know, we can override, yeah. Being able to look at all those things. So where do you, oh, I forgot what the other part of my question was, but, you know, and we answered a lot of it. And, you know, like the things that happen that lead to, a diagnosis, right? Because there's there's a there's a cause underneath that, and like oh. you know, we've and right. you hit on some of them, like stress, some other medications, some some of that. But mm-hmm. you know, what are some of the other breakdowns, like gut health and and some of that stuff that can put- right? Definitely gut health, and then you know, we'll see a lot of constipation, um, and then we'll see other underlying factors like H. pylori or SIBO, um, just you know, bloating. I'll, I'll get my patients coming in and say, I'm bloated all the time. I have gas all the time no matter what I eat, really a sensitivity to foods, um, high allergic reactions, like histamine reactions, hives, allergies. And so all of those are symptoms and contributors, mm-hmm. so to speak, underlying infections like Epstein-Barr virus, um, Lyme, um, herpes simplex, all of those underlying infections can contribute to it as well. So we see almost like a back and forth relationship. Here's these, these triggers of Hashimoto's, triggers of autoimmune, triggers of the thyroid basically breaking down and saying, hey, I'm not going to work right anymore. But then we also see a, a, a feedback. So then the thyroid starts to go low and not work. And then constipation gets worse and gas gets worse and fatigue gets worse. And then if you get, let's see, you have Epstein-Barr virus, which most of us all do, you get a flare in that. And then you're like, whoa, I can't even get out of bed. What is happening? So all it's kind of like a a back and forth relationship between the underlying causes and the problem itself. And then what will happen is a person will go to their doctor, 
They'll say, hey, doc, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't lose weight. I'm tired all the time. My hair's falling out. You know, some people will, will collect their hair and say, here, look, this is what I collected today in the shower and the brush. And, and they're just devastated. You know, as women, we're just, we're devastated. If we're losing hair, we're afraid we're going to go bald. You know, our skin's all dry. We're gaining weight. We're all poofy. Um, so they go to the doctor. Doctor runs a couple tests. And like you said earlier, it's usually TSH, and that range has been debated for decades. And it's been argued by the functional medicine community to make it more narrow. So TSH, I always say, is the only lab where high means low. So the higher that TSH level goes, the lower your thyroid is functioning, the more hypo you are. So the the level right now is zero to four point one to four point five, something I forget where the bottom is actually, but it goes to four or four point five on most labs. Used to go to ten. So we argued it down like from ten to six to four point five. And now we're saying, can we make it a two? Because zero to two, above a two, we're seeing hypo, and that's just the TSH. And that's even before we look at what are your actual thyroid hormones, because TSH is not a thyroid hormone. It's a pituitary hormone. It's released by your pituitary to stimulate your thyroid to produce thyroid hormone. So now we have to go down and we have to look at free T3 and free T4, and what are those? And then we have to look at your antibodies. Do you have Hashimoto's? And we have to look at reverse T3, which is the antithyroid hormone. So it's really about putting the labs together with the person's symptoms, really listening to the person. If someone is, is pleading and saying, I don't feel like myself, I don't even recognize myself in the mirror anymore, I am suffering here. We have to pair up lab values with the symptoms and look at the person as a whole and say, there might be something, well, there is something going on. We just have to figure out what it is. And if it's not thyroid, we can look deeper. But yeah. since that's the master gland, I, I always start there. Rule that yeah, out. Absolutely. I love mm -hmm. all that. And in terms of, I'm more curious just for me, but around Hashimoto's, like what's the antibody level that you look at as being Hashimoto's? Because I'm guessing it's different from what Western medicine considers. It's a great question. So here's my analogy. I say that antibodies are like little soldiers and they're working against you. And those little soldiers like to go out and beat up your thyroid. So then that's essentially what they're doing. That's essentially what autoimmune is. So if you have rheumatoid arthritis, your soldiers are beating up your joints. If you have Crohn's, your soldiers are beating up your gut. If you have celiac, your soldiers are beating up your small intestine, the villi. Um, so with Hashimoto's, you have the soldiers. Now it cracks me up that when the lab value range, let's say most labs, it, it differs from lab to lab. But let's say we're looking at thyroid peroxidase. So there's TPO and TGA. There are two antibodies, by the way. I have seen many doctors just test one and not both. There are two antibodies, TPO and TGA. So let's say the TPO is a 10 or a 15. But on the lab value range, the, the I guess the normal result is less than 20. Well, if you're coming in at a 15, they're going to say you're fine. In functional medicine, we say, well, you have 15 soldiers. And those soldiers are going to grow and they normally do increase and reproduce and build upon themselves. So if we can catch an autoimmune condition in its early stages, and there are five stages of Hashimoto's, if we can catch autoimmune in its early stages, we can slow it down. We can stop it. We can keep someone off a of medication. If you start moving and progressing through those stages, 
Let's say you're not getting your antibodies tested ever. Your doctor is just going by TSH. You're suffering with symptoms. And then five years from now, you finally go back and you find someone that tests your antibodies. Now they're 500. Now they're 1,000. You could have caught them when they were 15 and done something about it. Now we have to do a little bit more drastic measures because once those antibodies get high, the thyroid lab values are affected and you're going deeper and deeper and deeper into hypothyroidism. Yeah. So interesting. I'm really curious. What are the five stages of Hashimoto's? Because this is something that I haven't talked about or heard. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So stage one is just the genetic predisposition. You know, it's like um, Alessio Fasano. He talks about the three-legged stool of autoimmune. One of the stools is you just have that genetic predisposition. So maybe your mom had it, your aunt had it, your sister had it. You, You have it in your family. Or even if your mom, your sister, your dad, your uncle had any kind of autoimmune type 1 diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, celiac, Crohn's disease, all of that is autoimmune. So they could have had any autoimmune. You have that predisposition for an autoimmune condition. Stage two is where a person starts to see the symptoms. Thyroid lab values still look all pretty. They're, they're normal, if not even optimal, per functional medicine. And, but a person's going to start to feel a little bit wonky there, and they're going to start to complain about their symptoms. Stage three is where we actually see the TSH, the free T3, the free T4 start to change, and then antibodies will present themselves. Now, antibodies can present themselves in stage two. Most of the time in stage two, no one's testing your antibodies. So they could be there. Your doctor probably isn't testing them. Then in three, that's where your antibodies are showing up as positive you're really starting to feel the symptoms. Like you're deep into the symptoms and your thyroid lab values are going to either show abnormal for conventional medicine or show normal for conventional medicine, but abnormal for functional medicine. They're not going to be in the functional medicine optimal range. By stage four and stage five, now we're moving into autoimmune begets autoimmune, where we see one, we see multiple. And that's why we want to catch it early. So by stage four, even your doctor would diagnose you with hypothyroidism because your labs are going to be off the charts. Your thyroid antibodies are going to be off the charts and your symptoms are going to be just indescribable. And then by stage five, now you're progressing into others. So I always say to people, you know, you could get lucky and just get psoriasis. Not that that's fun, But maybe you get psoriasis and, um, I don't know, a little bit of Crohn's disease. That's not fun either. That's detrimental. But God forbid it goes into lupus, MS. I mean, that's where we start to see the progression of autoimmune, and that's what those soldiers do. They will find something else to attack. After they're done beating up your thyroid, they're picking something else. So that's where we don't really want to roll the dice. Gotcha. So true on so many levels. Mm -hmm. So where, you know... Say women listening to this are like, oh, crap. <laughs> I mean, like stage one through three. Yeah. Like, what? Where do they start? Right. What do they do? Like, obviously, you know, talking to someone like you who is your focus is 100 percent there. I focus on hormones, but, you know, much less and more broadly than than just on the thyroid. So, you know, where where do they start and what are some of the things that you do to help start to reverse that process? Yeah, so. We start with thorough testing. You know, we get all the testing done and that even extends into insulin because insulin resistance is huge. It's a huge um, kind of cofactor. It goes hand in hand with hypothyroidism. We see it all the time. 
So we'll start with, you know, testing your insulin and your A1C and looking at all your hormones like you do. Like, let's look at, because if the thyroid is the master gland, the trickle down effect is going to be estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, DHEA, cortisol, as that relates to your adrenal glands, pregnenolone. So all of those will start to be affected. And then of course we look at your gut health. So it's kind of multi-layer. It's, it's yes, we have to see where you are lab wise see where you are medically and what do we have to do to address it. So for something like insulin resistance, I'll use berberine over metformin. Um, with hormones, we can use bioidentical. That's not a problem. Just to support the system, support the thyroid, support the hormones, lower insulin resistance, take down that inflammation, and then go down from there and go, okay, now how's your gut? How's your nutrition? What are you eating? You binging on gluten? We got to get that out. How's your stress? Are you doing deep breathing? Are you doing things to run yourself into the ground to increase your cortisol? Are you running? Are you training for a marathon? Like we talked about, I hate, I hate marathons. They kill the body. <laughs> so, you know, looking at the lifestyle factors down here to go, okay, we can do all this medical up here. We can do the medications. We can do the supplements. We can do everything to support and nurture, nurture the thyroid, nurture your hormones. But if you don't do this layer down here, if you don't make those changes, then everything we do up here is just going to be a temporary Band-Aid. Yep. It's not going to fix. We have to do all the different layers. We have to. So that's kind of how I approach it. I love that. And it's so true. You know, you can Band-Aid mm -hmm. all you want and you can even use natural things to Band-Aid. You can use essential oils and supplements and they're still a Band-Aid yep. yep. if you're just using them to deal with symptoms and not dealing with the other things under there. So... Exactly. So any, I, I think we've, we've shared a lot <laughs> for people to, to think about and digest, <laughs> but is there, you know, any other tidbits or things that you want to share, you know, for women that, cause obviously I would assume like 90% of who's listening to the show is probably dealing with some sort of thyroid issue. So. Right. Right. And yeah, I, I would say, you know, don't accept, if you know your body. So the biggest message I, I give to my listeners, my patients, is that you know your body. And that's what I felt when I was going through that turmoil. I knew something was wrong. Like, I know my body is not supposed to respond this way. And I know that even just biologically, if I am eating clean, I'm not eating anything to spike my blood sugar, spike my insulin, I am getting to the gym, I'm not killing my, I mean, at, at the time when I was competing, I could, it could be termed, I was killing myself. <laughs> I was doing massive amounts of cardio and sometimes going twice a day, but, but still I, I was doing, I was, I was doing things that I knew should not produce a 20 pound weight gain and hair loss and extreme fatigue. It just didn't make sense to me. And I was in my twenties too. Yeah. I mean, come on, we're supposed to be like spring chickens, right? Be able to like spring back from anything. And so, you know, your body, you know, your body and you know, your body signals. If, if it's telling you that there is something wrong, you need to dig and get the answers. You don't stop at num doctor number one. You don't stop at doctor number 10. If you are getting the response of you're just getting older, you're normal, you're fine. And you leave there and you cry in your car. Like I did after the six misdiagnosis, I cried in my car. And so if, if that's you, then you need to find, 
maybe you do need to invest in yourself. Maybe you do need to find a, a functional medicine practitioner. Maybe you need to work with somebody who, who specializes in thyroid hormones, um, you know, adrenals and, and get to that root cause. And even in the functional medicine community, I'm sure you see this, Dr. Mm-hmm. Alex, there are people that they, you know, they got their lane, they stay in their lane. And so if they're not specialists in women's health, they might drop the ball on you. You still might spend all this kind of money and go through like a detox program and still not feel good, right? Because yeah. you just got like you know, a liver cleanse and some poopers and, you know, you went, you went through a cleanse and, and you're supposed to be all better. Um, so you really have to, don't give up, even if you just, even if you go to an integrative or functional medicine practitioner and you still don't get the answers, don't stop there. Dig a little bit deeper, go with your gut and work with someone who really specializes in, in women specifically, because this is a woman's disease. I see men have it too. We're not discounting the guys, but this is, uh, it's probably about 80%. Um, it, it affects females at 80%. So, and then your audience, the drivers, that's a whole nother layer. That's a whole nother layer right there. The people that drive themselves into the ground, you're, you're a mom, you're a business owner, you work, you take care of your family, you're cleaning the house, you try to work out, you're going for runs, you're going to the gym, you're cooking, you're running your books, you're making phone calls, you're picking up the kids. You're, I mean, come on, you know, that alone, that's going to affect your, your thyroid and your hormones, yeah. even without the genetics. So I think you just have to really tune in, listen to your body and find the right person to help you. Or else it's just going to be a frustrating struggle. Yeah, hugely. And, you know, and not to assume, like I, I find so many in the chiropractic world, which was my original hat, and in more of the functional medicine coaching world, it's like, if one person isn't a good, a good fit for you, it doesn't mean the whole <laughs> whole system or profession yeah. isn't a good fit for you. You just haven't found, you know, the right person for you. Um, so, yeah. absolutely. So how can our listeners connect with you? So you can listen to my podcast, the Thyroid Fixer podcast. That's on all podcast platforms. And then you can go to my website, dramyhorneman.com. And if you do want to schedule a free discovery call, you can do so on there. You can book a call, fill out the application form just to see if we're a right fit. And we can kind of proceed from there and really see if you have something going on. Awesome. And I'll, I'll put links to all that in yeah. the show notes. But... I appreciate you coming on and sharing your knowledge and information. I know I learned something from this conversation. So thank um, you. Thank you. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. So thank you for having me on. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I will select one lucky subscriber to receive a special Impeccable Health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me at www.emergentwomenih.com for even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.